0: Famed podcast hosts Kevin Miner and Matthew Pfeiffer, coming to you in the best audio quality.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we
0: have that recorded too now. It took us this many episodes to get to a fart joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. No, that's not
2: bad. I'm impressed. You would think it would have been sooner. Yeah. You would have
0: thought episode like five. Yeah. yeah. Somebody would have made a fart joke. Yeah. You would have thought. No. 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 Didn't. We're more thinkers than we are stinkers.
2: Welcome back to the Upstate Coffee Collective podcast. My name is Matt Pfeiffer, my co-host, equal owner of this podcast. You know, I hate saying my name is Matt Pfeiffer, my co-host, as if like you are co-host, but you are not under me.
0: Yeah, but you're also my co-host. I would say the same thing Mm. about you. Yeah, that Mm. makes us co
2: Oh yeah That's the co pod Just like co-founders Yeah
0: you're not You're not like My side host <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's If you did that, that that Then I'd be like Hey buddy Who's the regular one who's That's co-hosting <laughs> with you Why am I the side host
2: Oh you haven't met him yet <laughs> No I haven't Ooh What's his name Awkward Leonardo What's he like oh. He's <laughs> like, He's dreaming Is it a he Yeah <laughs> I don't know
0: <laughs> Is it a she <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast My name's Matt Pfeiffer. My co-host is Kevin Miner Yes uh, who's our guest today Kevin
0: Our guest is my good friend And soon to be your good friend Aww. Victoria Diana do, do we go by Victoria Diana Do we yeah. want to do that Okay, sweet Victoria Diana um, It's
3: confusing because people think that Diana Is my middle name So like friends that I've known for years have been like What's your last name
0: and Oh really
3: th- Yeah because they think that on like social media Or whatever I just use Diana mm-hmm. As like an alias
0: because so many people do that anyway. Do
3: that, yeah. If they're a prof, I'm not a professional, so I don't have to do that. I just have two first names. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't have you, any. You're I don't not have a professional. A job. I, yeah, I don't have a job that I'm gonna lose because like I post like a weird All joke right. on Facebook, like.
0: I'll just- Victoria, we're done with this podcast. You're not professional. <laughs> <wasn't> <laughs> I thought you were professional. Now, uh, this whole uh, time, actually, uh, here's here's uh, you. Actually, are very professional, and rather than oh. um myself list off the myriad of things that you've done in the professional realm uh i'm just going to kick this off with the podcast question that we ask everybody who comes on which is who are you how Mm -hmm. are you and what do you do
3: who am i that is a that is a deep question Uh, it can be as (laughs) deep
0: as you want it to be it's (laughs)
3: okay um you know I don't like to define myself by what I do for a job because in this capitalistic society. No, I'm just gonna. Say, like, I'm, I'm,
2: no, I feel I'm, that to my bones, man.
3: <laughs> that's like, I am oh, more yeah, than. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I am more than what my W two says. No, but I do. I um, I'm a filmmaker. Uh-huh. I can say that because like I don't make money at it, so I can that counts. And then I do stand up comedy. <laughs> yeah. And I. I write, and yeah, mm-hmm. those are, those are the, the three big ones.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would say, if if I were to introduce you, I would say um, stand-up comedian, writer, mm-hmm. director. Yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. Okay. The trifecta. Um, so how are you? I'm okay. I'm going a little crazy in oh, yeah. isolation. Yeah. yeah. So I can't say that I'm doing great, but oh. I am... Healthy and in a physical sense. Can, <laughs> mental <laughs> sense probably not so much.
0: Can I can I boost how you feel about your isolation? Yeah. You and Micah have probably been the like best example of responsible oh. citizens in a pandemic that I have known in this entire year in this entire Aww. experience you guys are probably without being like i wouldn't even say you're overboard i would say you guys mm-hmm. are just like the best example i have of like people who like properly isolate and socially distance and apply rules to their lives and like you've just you've done a good job with it seriously
3: oh bitch Aww, thanks bitch. <laughs> yeah i'm not like we don't like sanitize our groceries like yeah I don't know anyone who does that though, but like, our, like I, I said,
0: you're not going overboard.
3: Yeah, but like we definitely haven't, you know, seen really anyone besides my family. Like for the holidays, they get tested, mm-hmm. and then we see them. But yeah, yeah. I know I, we, I we're trying. I also like I yeah I don't try to like. Like, I, don't, I haven't been really following the news because I'm like, I'll just get... Yeah, I try to be an informed citizen, but I'm not going to, like, go crazy and freak out over every new strain for my mm-hmm. own sanity. Yeah. <laughs> I can't.
0: You, there's a level of preservation that needs uh-huh. to occur. <laughs> yeah, there's
3: a there's, level of being an informed citizen and then just being, like, tweeting on... The Twitter every two seconds about how like the world's gonna end. Like there's a you're, balance. <laughs>
0: you're you're managed, not manic.
3: Yeah. Yeah. How do I
2: feel about Twitter right now? Like do you guys use Twitter? I don't. You don't use Twitter? No. no. Kevin?
3: uh I
0: will get on it when I see that there's like something important to look up on like this past week mm-hmm. right with the with gamestop right? yeah I yeah, went yeah. on mm-hmm. Twitter for information right right so Twitter's yeah. like a second well actually not even I would say it's like a tertiary search engine for me mm-hmm. it's not even like a it's not primary it's not secondary yeah. I would say like when I really need some info I'll be like all right who are the people that are attached to this do they have Twitter accounts and what are they saying mm. mm-hmm. you know because sometimes that's a really good way to get like information from the source if someone actually has a twitter account that's tied to a piece of news or like something that you're interested in you can go look up their twitter and see if they've said anything about it and a lot of times if they haven't i wait for more info to come out you know like uh, it it helps me to create a better like wall of skepticism really
2: yeah i the reason i ask is uh i in 2020 i think i think i was just (laughs) I think I was just fed up with quite the opposite. I was fed up with like the Donald Trump uh, era, right? With just of tweeting Mm -hmm. and just constant chaos. So I actually deleted Twitter for like a long, long time. Oh wow! And I I just I I did not partake because Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was good for me. And I have since re-downloaded it in the in the era of of like Trump being kicked off of Twitter. (laughs) That has like. and 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 I have a new um appreciation for it but I'm also very skeptical of it because I it's another way Mm -hmm. to get caught up in the hamster wheel of just like an endless amount of information oh yeah 99 of which is useless right yeah um
3: it's just like look at this slapback that Nancy Pelosi did or it's just uh, (laughs) or or it's just people just saying like Trump is crazy and it's like yeah yeah we we know.
1: know yeah we know yeah.
3: I liked it in the when Walking Dead was really popular, I would be on Twitter while watching The Walking Dead and I would live tweet mm. it and I did the same with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And then I was really into At Midnight with Chris Hardwick, so I would use Twitter for that. Yep. But after the those kind of shows have left or like aren't good anymore, I don't go on I don't see a reason for yep. myself to
0: you're, go. You're you're so what you're saying is you're waiting for the next big show to live
3: yes. tweet. Yeah. Yes. Yes yeah i was one of those annoying
0: people (laughs) once that's like risen out of the sea you'll be like yes to twitter i return (laughs) (laughs) hell Um, yeah (laughs) so we're we actually we brought you on the podcast because you're a female in the film industry it's 2021 i mean not only that you're a good friend obviously but like um Mm -hmm. i really wanted to dig into because we've talked about it personally in more of a casual sense, I kind of wanted to dig into like what brought you into film. And Matt, mm-hmm. uh, unlike so many of our more opinionated and hardened, possibly jaded, but most often like yeah. art-appreciative
2: friends,
0: uh, does not know a ton about the film industry.
2: Yeah, almost nothing. So and my, I will say, actually, th- this just hit me, because I, I didn't yeah. even think about this when we were prepping for this. Yep. My brother, uh, mm-hmm. two years younger than me, is uh an aspiring screenwriter uh and filmmaker as well he he just uh he just shot his he produced he wrote produced and shot his first film with a bunch of his Mm -hmm. friends last summer i know that matt and that's why i've got him right here we're gonna bring him out no No, i
1: wish
0: (laughs) 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 um so (laughs) let's let's get to like the beginning of Mm -hmm. what got you into film um Mm, mm
1: -hmm.
0: what would you say made you want to be a film maker
3: i in i don't want to say 10th grade or going into 10th grade or going into 11th grade i don't remember which Mm -hmm. i did background acting not acting i was a background extra person (laughs) on the place beyond the pines Oh, uh wow. Yeah probably just because I was like Oh Bradley Cooper and Ryan Gosling are in it And like they're cute and yeah. So they did it at Schenectady High School mm-hmm. And they just sent out flyers Everywhere saying like you want to be in a movie Kid like come mm-hmm. to Schenectady High School at 6am and oh. Bring your own lunch and you're not getting Paid <laughs> and you're going <laughs> to work It's like 16 hours <laughs> And everyone was like yeah I want to do that And I wanted to, too. So my friend and I went and we I was a background actor and it was like a long, miserable day. But it was really cool just seeing the behind the scenes and how everything worked. Mm. And it was like a definitely a fun experience. And then I found out that, like, I didn't know that background actors got paid. And I was like, wait, you guys are getting paid.
0: Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, they 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 got you with the classic intern.
3: Yeah, pitch, right? Yeah. They were like, they, you're, yeah.
0: you're not going to get paid, but you'll be close to these celebrities.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And I, di- I didn't see them, but I would see them at <laughs> other points. I didn't see them that day because it was just <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. I was like looking out so Is you became though?
0: a filmmaker because the film industry teased you with ryan yeah. gosling <laughs>
3: yeah i have i gotta thank him in my oscars right.
0: thank <laughs> you for being the, the carrot hair. on the stick for
3: me yeah yeah exactly like, he had bleached hair and like fake tattoos and it was like doing something for me man i don't know <laughs> he was in 90s clothes yes yeah, so no. i didn't even see him it was just in the high school and it was the the kids mm-hmm who I think ended up being actors, but that are like in big things now, but I don't remember. Mm. And yeah, they just had me walk around a hallway like a bunch of times and, and sit in a cafeteria. That was it. I didn't, I didn't get a chance. I saw them at other points, like where they were just out around out about downtown Schenectady or Mm -hmm. like Scotia or something for the
2: same, for the same movie yeah for the like, same movie they okay. were all
3: so it was Place Beyond the Pines it's set in Schenectady and it takes place in the 90s but then also I think in maybe present day too I don't exactly I actually haven't seen the movie I'm not what, gonna
1: lie what, what <laughs> was at that
0: time present day which is now the past yeah, like, the which is now road. the it's past it's a period is, piece yeah.
3: it's, it's <laughs> it is a period heady. piece <laughs> yeah right it's like 2010 whoa it's on tripping, a long yeah. enough
0: timeline everything becomes a period piece
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> whoa this yeah is why I'm not gonna lie
2: this I, yeah. this is why we keep you around, Kev. This thank is why we keep you around and say shit you. like Whoa, bro. that. And
3: Whoa. then Ryan Gosling met Eva Longoria on that film, and then they Eva started. Mendes. Oh shit, Eva Ooh. Mendes. Big difference. It's an Eva. It isn't. Um, yeah, big difference. One is. <laughs> I'm not going to shit on any Evas, but we know one's superior than the other. And they met on that movie, and now they have like babies and they're married. So you're welcome, Skenectady.
0: I feel like I need to clarify for the listeners of the podcast that uh, voice is not uh, Victoria's alternate personality, but is in <laughs> fact. Uh, her boyfriend uh, and loving that film partner, voice. Micah Khan, very good friend of mine, one of my best friends, and he is a film lexicon.
3: <laughs> so he 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 was upset. He was upset by that.
0: <laughs> you might, was like I'm up a couple more times if we misspeak <laughs> about film.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> he's a big fan of. Wait, what was that? It's not the town, but it was a movie with Eva Mendez and. Uh, um oh my gosh it was like a crime movie with her and then uh, that wasn't the town phoenix what's his name oh walking phoenix Phoenix? yeah walking phoenix
0: i don't know micah you got anything
3: on that one
1: (laughs) (laughs) no
0: (gasps) i don't remember but yeah all right uh so so you get into film uh Essentially, being teased in by Ryan Gosling and being close to him, and then mm-hmm. when I so met close. you, you were already into film. Like you were already looking mm-hmm. into writing. Um, what brought you from that point of being an extra, an unpaid extra on a film set, to like an aspiring film writer? Uh, not even just a yeah. few years ago.
3: Yeah, I then I I didn't know. I think like that. I think about that experience being on set because I was like, oh, this is like a cool vibe i liked the chaos and then Mm. i went to college and i didn't know where i wanted i didn't know what i wanted to do so i'd gotten into like boston university in syracuse but i'm like i'm not gonna spend that money and not know what i want to do so i was like i'll go to suny oswego Mm -hmm. oh that's my alma mater oh it is yeah i went to suny oswego class of 2014 Nice, nice. a class of 2016. Yo. Yeah. Go Lakers. Go Lakers. Hockey. Pew pew. And so I went there and then I was like, I'm (laughs) going to transfer after like two years Mm -hmm. and uh, figure out what I want to do. So I took like a bunch of classes and then I thought I was going to be an archaeologist because I like that. But then I took a, a, it was called brains, minds, and consciousness. And it was like a cognitive science class. And I liked that. So I was thinking about that. But all those things you had to go to probably get like your PhD in and that sounded like a lot of work. And then I liked economics and so I was going to do that and that seems like maybe not something that would excite me creatively. So uh, Swigo, like as you know, it has a big, really big broadcast school. Yep. That's its big thing. And so I just started doing the television station there called WTOP as just like a fun hobby And I did, like, camera for the hockey games, and then I anchored the news and did things like that. So I was like, oh, I'll major in broadcasting. That sounds Mm -hmm. fun. And then I just Mm -hmm. stayed at Oswego and was going to be, like, a broadcaster. And then my last year, I was like, wait, I hate the news. I don't. Wanna, <laughs> why am I doing this? Like I literally think I just wanted like to be on TV because I thought it would be cool. and yeah. My mom was like, "You should be like a weather, like a meteorologist." And oh, then I realized there's like a ton of math, like derivatives and stuff.
2: Oh yeah, chaos theory. That's yeah. all. That's all the that meteorology. <sighs> We've
0: is. talked to Mark Rovanco about that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wow, yeah. I forgot he was a meteorology major. Hey, wow. <laughs> so, can, can I can I interject yeah. here? I'm I'm just yeah. I'm just now realizing like when I looked at your at your Instagram profile or whatever, I couldn't quite place it.
3: Oh, we were th- we were there at the same time. We were there at
2: the same fucking time. Yeah, yeah I was wait, like two,
3: 2014, 2016. Yeah, I'm so yeah. dumb. I, didn't
2: I, I was <laughs> like, why does this girl look familiar? Yeah. And I thought probably because Kevin's <laughs> talked about you before or whatever.
3: Because we went to the same yeah. fucking school. Yeah. I probably oh saw God. you
2: at a frat party.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I didn't put together that like
2: wait I would have been at the school on that Yeah, time. yeah. like yep. like I was probably like sh- like playing pool at the Sting, and you were probably Ooh. just like walking by me like oh hell
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. there (laughs) it is
3: definitely i I guarantee you you guys i like playing pool
0: you yeah i guarantee you guys have met before and probably had like a cool conversation and then just like pieced out the other direction and we're like like, (sighs) you're like well well, that person was cool yeah and then just like kept because that's how college is right you meet like thousands of people weird there's so many people that you walk away from just going that person was cool and then like they fade into memory right (laughs)
3: yeah were you in like any like clubs or I was in a lot of clubs at school. I I gave myself too much extracurricular work. I...
2: Well, I uh, I was, was in, in the has a girlfriend club. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I was in the I was in the has a possessive girlfriend club. no. <laughs> yes, uh, oh no, yeah. oh, it was not good. Not, I have a wife upstairs. No. She is not that girlfriend. I,
3: okay, <laughs> good. Good. I was, gonna, I was gonna tell you. Like, do we need an intervention right now?
2: No. Oh no. yeah. Right. He had no, I hate one. my fucking girlfriend. Like he, we're still he, together. He you know? had one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> no. I was in Savac. I was a uh, I was a, a driver for the uh, for Savac ambulance oh okay
3: um, yeah i knew like I, I was i knew a lot of people that did that
2: it was super fun one of my best friends yeah. was the chief i think it was their chief. is it chief who? yeah uh Wait, richard Tagmire. richard Tagmire, oh, wow. yeah
3: oh okay i i knew yeah i i knew a lot of people in the emt so that's why yeah mm-hmm. and then yeah. i like i probably they had like everybody group had parties even if it was like the EMT group or something. So I probably went to an EMT party, even though that sounds crazy. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's funny. like an
2: oxymoron. Where you know? do you hold yeah, okay.
0: an EMT party? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you still do that in a house or are they like, hey, we got free rent of the vehicles for the night. Let's pull them into a field and like make a circle. Just uh like, there were some shenanigans. Turn the lights but, uh, on and
2: dance. I, I can't confirm or deny oh, that the, there was parties. Right. Yeah. Oh All yeah, right. it's
3: probably an iffy thing to say. All I right. it was probably like I went to a party that had a lot of people that were in the EMT ah. participate. That's a safe house. party
2: to be at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, if you go down, that's a very, very reassuring party. If you go down, <laughs> yeah. they got you. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. En- enough so, of the aside. I, so you decided yeah, you want to go Lakers. In
0: film, but yeah. Also, so when I met you, you were you were doing you you were getting into writing film, but like you were still like mm-hmm. very new to writing, right? When we mm-hmm. first met, uh, which was 2016, and then. The other thing is you were doing stand-up comedy already when mm-hmm. I met you. What yeah. made you want
3: to do stand-up comedy? Oh, my gosh. So back at 2016, soon to Oswego. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I decided I, like, actually hated the news, and it was just kind of gross. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I wanted to do something like that. And I took a news writing class. Mm-hmm. And it like really clicked with me because I was like, oh, it's just storytelling. And then I decided as an extracurricular, I would take a screenwriting class. Mm. And then that's how I got into writing creatively. And then my last year at Oswego, instead of doing the news, I did a, a sketch comedy show. That was like a, it, it, it was like SNL, but a ripoff for Oswego. It was like, we go live. And that was a lot of fun. So I knew mm-hmm. I liked doing comedy. And so then when I left and I came back, um, I also graduated a year early from school like to save money. And so when I was back home, all my friends from home were still in school. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have any friends. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> It sounds like the
0: basis for a stand-up routine right there
3: Exactly (laughs) I didn't have any friends home I like got like I had broken up with like uh, the boyfriend that I had for like a little bit in college Mm. And yeah, I didn't know what to do to make to make like I would make sketches like my last year So that's how I got into directing Mm -hmm. And you need people to make comedy sketches and you need people to make little short films And you need people to do any of that Mm -hmm. so i came across stand-up comedy because i saw that the comedy works in saratoga new york had an open mic and i was like well that's something that you can just do just Mm -hmm. you like you just need a pen and paper and then you go to an open mic so i Mm -hmm. went to the mic like probably six times without going up and then i decided to go up
0: and try it out yeah (laughs) so it, it took you a few times to decide that you wanted to do that
3: it took me it took me i had to see i didn't know how to write because i was like i have these sketch ideas but how do i do these sketches in a stand-up form so Mm -hmm. i was like i had no clue how to write stand-up comedy so i just went Mm -hmm. and see kind of saw what people were doing Mm -hmm. and how they wrote and i I never thought about stand-up i was a fan of stand-up but i never thought of it critically before Mm -hmm. so i had to like get the courage to to be like (laughs) To yeah. finally go up. I had to see, like, it sounds awful, but I had to be like, okay, I feel like I can do this. Like, I feel like I could be better than the guy who's, like, up and belligerently drunk and just <laughs> saying yeah. inside jokes that right. only his friends know.
0: Right. <laughs> that, that the two tables in the front row are
2: getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody can follow the belligerent drunk guy. You know? Oh yes. that's, that's the sure. that's the best time to be the, th- exactly. to go up for your first time. So were you terrified? What was the feeling? You walk up on stage, you got the mic in your hand, you look out of the audience. Yeah, what are you thinking? It,
3: luckily, there the audience is not lit, which is great. So it's just black, and oh. yeah, and you mm-hmm. see their outlines. I hate, hate, hate when the audience is lit and you can see their faces. It's good for crowd work, but it's when you're beginning like it was good like it's just like very dark like you can see the outline of people but i had rehearsed my set for the open mic so many times in my car that i just like went through the motions oh. so that was good yeah
0: do you think that they could pick up on that
3: it probably i so wish i recorded it on my phone <laughs> i really wish i did it probably if i listened back it would have sound Way too rehearsed Because it's Mm. supposed to sound like You're just coming up with these things On the top of your head Right
0: Yeah there's like a balance Of performance And believability There
3: 100% And that's the thing that I And also using my hands Were the two things I struggled with The most (laughs) in the beginning (laughs) Like I always felt like I had punchlines Like some people like They have to find Where to put punchlines I had that from the beginning It was just more of the Feeling natural (laughs) On stage Mm.
2: (laughs) I feel like we have just uh, completed our transformation into the Joe Rogan podcast now that we are talking about <gasps> comedy on oh, our yay. podcast. Oh, yeah, sweet.
3: Uh, you guys need like, to have... a. Uh beef jerky company as your sponsor Oh,
0: uh, yeah i was gonna say next week we're eating venison that's yeah, like, we're just
2: yeah i mean and just to double <laughs> down here this week yeah and just to double down like do you do drugs or <laughs> like how, what have your uh, what have your trips been like
3: <laughs> well yeah uh, yeah let me just uh tell you about all the times i ate too many edibles right right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. dmt
2: uh, uh, no I'm dmt dmt <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect
3: so <laughs> was really one cool. time i did dmt and i saw some interdimensional aliens oh, and sick. yeah they and told proof. me to invest in gamestop oh, i great. did stonks yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't think
2: we were gonna mention this today oh my God. but hold Wait, the line did you actually invest in gamestop by the way
3: no no i really wish that i really wish you I know did. who did who that guy
2: I bought in at the top. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck the system.
3: I it's bought a, uh, in you bought it for $3.40 a share. Two ninety. Two ninety.
2: Two ninety. Okay. I uh <laughs> I was laying in bed. All right, this is a fi- this is a two-minute aside. God. I was laying in bed, it was the middle of the night. I was getting caught up on on what was happening. I was just learning. This this is this had already been developing over a week now, and yeah. I'm finally kind of getting up to speed on it. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it's not just about making money, right? Yeah. And the entire concept You're it's like a we're, point. we're gonna fuck over. Over, you know, these hedge fund managers and billionaires that have been manipulating the stock market since, you know, we were children. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it. So and I loved the
0: Boiler Room came out with Giovanni Rubisi.
2: I don't know that reference no, at okay.
0: all. <laughs> Victoria. Do you not know that reference? Have you no. seen Boiler
3: Room? Okay, never mind. I have wow. not. Wow. <laughs> I thought that was going to land on this. Love, Damn. love that actor, though. Love all him in right. Ted. Great, uh, great performance.
2: Anyway. Very nice. Anyway, sorry. so I, I had this moment. It was this moment of clarity where I was like. Yes, this is a bad financial decision. No, I do not mm. need to be just taking three hundred dollars and throwing it in a fire pit. Mm. But fuck the system. So now, so now I'm be in on rich. GME, and nice. w- we'll see what happens. Are you up? I don't know. Yeah, all by right. maybe like thirty dollars. <laughs> these are
0: the investors that Wall Street's up against. This. Week. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Are you up? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, all I know, like Wall Street man. Ape, ape don't know numbers. Ape just hold <laughs> and and diamond, hand. diamond hands. Diamond hands. He's yeah. just doing diamond hands. That's it.
3: People on Reddit told me to hold line, so I hold it. <laughs> I hold
2: line. That's all I do. Uh, I
3: hold line. I, that's what I do. So
0: So coming back around. So now you you started with, you know, doing stand up but having a, a sincere mm-hmm. interest in writing and directing. And the reason that you mm-hmm. did stand up was you didn't have people to direct yeah. after you had mm-hmm. done the writing part, which, you know, kind of makes the writing part maybe seem pointless, I don't know. Uh, like mm-hmm. nope. Yeah. Um but over the past few years uh it seems like there's been a nice crew that's kind of assembled that does uh, mm-hmm. that that's there to act and read scripts and give edits uh and i I feel very fortunate to be a part of that group but like if if you could from your perspective just kind of like uh break down how that kind of came to pass, how that came to be really. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, a a lot of it was, yeah, because you need need people, like Matt said with his brother, like he got a group of his friends and he made a film. So you got to kind of have to find like-minded people who are creative in that same vein Mm because you really, you need people to make a film. Like you can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it started with meeting my now boyfriend who I met on Tinder and I... I ghosted him for a year.
1: Whoa!
3: (laughs) Because he, like, we, we, like, connected and, like, and I was, like, fresh off of, like, a breakup, but, so I probably wasn't, like, even ready. But we started talking and we were talking about film, but he just seemed like every, like, film douche that I (laughs) hooked up with in college who would tell me, like, what order I should watch Paul Thomas Anderson films in. i'm not lying (laughs) and and like be like infinite jest is like my favorite book ever like i fucking love it and they smoke Mm. american spirits and
1: Mm. i don't
3: fuck with guys like that anymore Mm. (laughs) no offense and so i thought he was gonna be like that so i i ghosted him for a year Uh and then uh we followed each other on instagram a year later and he was like let's just hang out and be friends. And I was like, okay, I feel like I had made an unfair judgment. We can be friends. Yeah. And so we went to the movies together and mm. then we, yeah, we started dating soon after.
0: I, I have to so say my out. favorite movie experiences are actually going with YouTube because you guys watch <laughs> you watch from different lenses than anybody else that I know. For sure like there's there's something that comes along with being a writer and being a director um that gives you an ability to see beyond just what's happening on the screen mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah and that's how we like because the first couple dates we went on we saw movies and because i think he had the move like a movie pass thing where like, mm-hmm. he got tickets for really cheap at that time mm-hmm. and so like we saw a lot of movies and we would just roast them. Cause we saw mostly bad movies. Like we saw beauty and the beast and it was like atrocious, atro- mm-hmm. atrocious. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of how we connected was over shitty. Movies.
0: You guys basically are the couple version of mystery science theater 3000.
3: Yeah. yeah or like the two weird. like old guys in the Muppets. Like, yeah. Oh easy. my God. <laughs> yes.
2: I get that reference. There we go. I will say yeah, like, yeah. so coming from, from my perspective, not only do I, not know a lot about the film industry. I actually don't watch a lot of movies, mm. and mm-hmm. that's actually uh, that's actually a, a social disadvantage in every situation because people are mm-hmm. always making you know references to movies and be like, yeah. oh hey, you ever see blah blah blah? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, I'm saying no because yeah. I, I and I don't know why it's because I love movies, mm-hmm. but I, I don't dedicate the time I guess mm-hmm. to watching movies. Do you, my question is. Um, do you think that part of being um, an avid film critic and or like contributor creative mm-hmm. in film requires I imagine it requires watching a lot of fucking movies. Right. Is is mm-hmm. there uh, was there a point where you changed the lens in which you were watching movies? Did you start off watching movies as a viewer and then at what point did you did you transition mm-hmm. into watching movie more critically?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think really learning about, I do, I will say like movies that I liked before I learned film language or film theory, mm-hmm. I, I still like. Okay. So I feel like deep down you you kind of know what's working, but you don't know why it's good. Mm-hmm. And then you rewatch it, you're like, oh, it's good because of this, this, and this. But it definitely, learning about film theory and film language and the visual language of filmmaking and just mm-hmm. screenwriting and storytelling you definitely become a much more, I think, active viewer mm. because now you're you're noticing all the little tricks. You're like, oh, they did that really well. They did giving out all the exposition in this way in a really clever way, so it doesn't like bog down the film. Like you learn things like that. Mm. Yeah. What's
0: What's something you've learned? What's What's something in the realm of film theory or film language that you've mm-hmm. learned that has improved the way that you watch movies? That you could uh, and and. Could you, like, break down how that's happened uh, for our listeners?
3: Oh, my. Um, I think with... it's a good question. I think really with the more visual side of it Mm -hmm. in that you see, oh, okay, they are... Okay, so a good example is... Um, I just rewatched The Devil Wears Prada, which I used uh-huh. to love, mm-hmm. as uh, like in high school, uh-huh. and I didn't know the things that they did well. But so they when they introduce Miranda, the kind of, I guess you could say the main antagonist of the film, mm-hmm. they introduce that played by Meryl Streep. They introduce her where you just see her back, and what that does, and it she and you we follow her through the um whole building up to her office and you just see your back you don't see your face that builds interest Mm -hmm. and so that's something that i would i would do now as a director to build interest at the time watching i didn't know that that's doing it that way gives that but you feel it you just don't know why you feel it Mm -hmm. but it's a good it's like any kind of usually villains they do this a lot they show them by their back or Mm -hmm. they show their feet Mm. Or they show if it's Quentin Tarantino, or they show <laughs> them. <laughs> it works. Yep.
1: Yeah, it does. When
3: I think when yeah, I think when they introduce um the woman that Lucy Lou plays, I think they I think they introduce her with her feet walking.
0: They introduce Meryl Streep right to left too.
2: Ooh.
3: Yeah, my boyfriend just chimed in. So yeah, <laughs> they also. <laughs> That's a good point. So another film theory thing is that we read left to right Mm -hmm. so things so if someone is walking left to right we consider that being somebody who is like a good guy or a good character but if you introduce a character right to left usually directors do that to show that this is the antagonist and it's also yeah and not always if a if a main character is going right to left it also could mean that they're going into danger and in dangerous situation. Mm
2: -hmm. (sighs) See, like, yeah, these, these are concepts that play on our psychology. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's, that's something that I pick up on when I watch Mm -hmm. movies. Uh, I'll, (laughs) uh, I will, I'll say that I notice things about movies intuitively. Mm -hmm. Um, that I go like, oh, that's really cool that they did that. Mm-hmm. But like other people that I'm watching with would be like, wait, what happened? And I'm mm-hmm. like, forget it. Like, I, I can't explain mm-hmm. it. You know, we're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to like mm-hmm. note that. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: So moving on through like your in, in continuing with your journey through film. Um, when did you do your first short film?
3: So besides the sketches and little things I did mm-hmm. in college, my first like real short film when I directed and there were like friends that were crew members and had a you know an act, like a actual like professional actress was mm-hmm. when I did the short horror that uh, Kevin worked on, which is the cabinet.
2: Mm-hmm. and
3: that was a couple summers ago. And so that was, like, my first experience really directing. And I made it so hard on myself because I made it take place mostly in a car,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and which was very hard to direct.
0: Oh, I bet. Well, yeah. I actually I have a little tidbit for that. Uh, he might not even recognize it right now. But in the film The Cabinet, on guitar, in the song that plays that I sing on, mm-hmm. Is Matthew Pfeiffer.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: no, <laughs> yes. oh my God. Yes. So, yeah. Matt, you worked on it, too. Uh, I, you're <laughs> all, in film, buddy.
2: I've always you're been an film. avid film guy. You
3: know? <laughs> I'm, a cine, I'm a cinephile or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I oh remember that. God. Yeah, that was um, safe space. I, I,
0: yeah, I came over yeah. to your apartment. Hell I said, yeah. Matt, I have to write a children's song for this short horror film. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was, I was immediately, I was immediately into it. I was like, Tell me more. We're doing it. <laughs>
3: It's such a good song. I love well, it so much. Well, thank you.
0: Uh, Matt and I use our classic songwriting style of uh, me saying, hey, can you just like put together some simple chord structure <laughs> so I can write some lyrics over yeah. this? Yeah, that's what we did for our little
2: <laughs> our little sideband photographers yes. before I went to college.
0: Back when we played acoustic Aww. music together when you were a little wee Matt with tons of hair.
2: Tons of I hair. I also had tons of hair. Yeah. Both bald now. Bald guys. Bald, bald, <laughs> bald guys. <laughs>
0: So it yeah, so fast. Matt, you actually, so you worked on the cabinet. What uh, Victoria? Mm-hmm. What was the process? Um, because obviously, we didn't have a hand in the entire thing. Like we, I, we made a song. I sent it to you. I got you the permission from Johnny Booth to put them in. But that's that's all I did. I mean, there's so much that goes into even mm-hmm. just making that short film. Um, can you describe what that process is like and the kind? Because of, you know, like before, you're like. Well, you know, getting your doctorate's a lot of work, but right now you're kind of getting your doctorate in film. (laughs) Yes. What's that? One hundred (laughs) percent
3: I'm learning every day. (laughs) It the work it's for that film I wanted to start off with something that didn't have dialogue in it because when I did the screenwriting classes my last year of college, Mm -hmm. they like the ways we started off was you would write something and okay in this little like three page script you're not going to do any dialogue or in this one you're going to do just dialogue or like little prompts like that Mm -hmm. so i knew i wanted to do something that didn't have dialogue for my first like real short film and just to kind of practice and just focus on the visual storytelling Mm -hmm. aspect so i did a horror film just like a little one where a woman just sees some kind of furniture on the side of the road and picks it up, puts it in her car because I, I do that, and then she's driving, and it's a, a haunted cabinet, and so hilarity ensues. No, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> shenanigans <and> so, ensue.
3: <laughs> yeah, shenanigans ensue. Something's trying to get her, mm-hmm. and and I also feel like when I would I go into cars because I, I've watched so many movies where, like, someone's sitting in the back seat and then they have that, like, little wire to, like, choke you or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I always, like, look back. And so I wanted the feeling of she's driving, and we used my mom's minivan, so it was long, mm-hmm. and so that she's feels like something's moving behind her and is, like, constantly, like, looking back or mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Or she's being a woman and just, like, assuming you're going to get, like murdered or
0: well yeah you're translating those themes
3: uh, (laughs) yeah Yeah, women are just prepared to get murdered at any time even by no reason
2: even, for no even reason. By, even <laughs> like by a cabinet, yeah.
3: <laughs> even by a cabinet, we're just like we're just prepared. We watch true crime, we take notes, we're just we like, t- it's gonna happen.
1: Oh my god.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we go for a jog and <laughs> they sell us like I saw a thing where it was like called like Tiger Lady, and it's knives that you like a like the almost like the knuckle puncher things, but it's knives that pop out like your Wolverine, and it's called Tiger Lady and they're pink. So that you can be jogging and then click it and then just start like swiping at somebody. Whoa. So we buy those to like go for jogs like around the neighborhood.
2: That's intense. What the fuck is wrong with the world?
3: Uh, I, I
0: don't look at that as what the fuck is wrong with the world I look at that as we are arming our women and making them more capable and eventually they're just gonna be like the, it, eventually we'll get like past the you know the tipping point and they're gonna be the protectors they're the future protectors that's what yeah. hell yeah that's what's yeah. going on they're just like they're like I'm going out for my jog I got my knives and guys are like I got my knives doing is like okay honey be safe and
2: come back like, soon you know I'll be safe yeah
3: <laughs> you know I got my tiger lady knives I am a tiger woman and you will respect Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs>
2: um, I have a question. What is, uh, what's something that you're focused on in your career in in film and writing or comedy? Basically, all of the, all of the different um creative ways that you express yourself right now. Like, what is the, uh, what is one thing you are working on uh, improving or, or focusing on to improve in 2021?
3: Mm-hmm. Good question. Hmm. So, on my um, vision board for January 2020, I wanted to perform in, like, comedy clubs regularly. Because <laughs> I was performing at, like, Elks Lodges and American Legions in places that... Like, not Cortland, New York, but, like, that would be a big city. Like, yeah. places, like, in the middle of nowhere New York. And I was like, I just want to perform to people close to my age and to in comedy clubs and obviously that didn't happen in the shutdown but then i realized like i gotta get better like i gotta find my like what's my comedic voice and i still don't know Mm. i think it's like switching priorities and being like wait instead of just being like i want to perform at comedy clubs let me get better at this Mm. which will then help me perform at like instead of just being like i gotta network obviously you still need a network more But but i was thinking more of that the business side and not like the craft side so I just gotta find for stand up like my comedic voice and what are my points of views and what do I have to like why am I doing this? Mm. So I'm hearing find your
2: why right. So I'm hearing find find your comedic voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No more VFWs.
3: Yep. Look, I support the veterans. Okay, I just gotta say that right now. (laughs) Yep.
2: Thank you for (laughs) uh, thank you for defending our country. No more VFWs.
1: (laughs) No more VFWs.
3: The cool thing about the American Legions I would perform at, though, is that you could smoke inside, which was very fun. Oh, that's tight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which was very that's fun. That's interesting.
3: So that was, like, <laughs> well, and the, But it was, like, I need to find my crowd. Like, no. they were not... They're not gonna... It, it was, like, the median age was, like, 75. I'm not even lying. So <laughs> like, most of the shows that I was doing. And they were not resonating with any of the jokes no. that I had. So it was also, like... Finding your audience, like who is your audience? Because everybody has one, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, and you, also finding, and also finding your voice.
0: You have that whole like you know five minute chunk of your act that's about like lung cancer and healthcare. So I mean, I'm sure those weren't landing with that crowd. <laughs> oh, no. just,
3: those are falling flat. They're <laughs> 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 just like, ooh. I can see, I can see Early. just like 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 I could just see
2: like a millennial, you know, a millennial girl like what at a VFW yeah no no right no like body positive like sex forward like grotesque yeah. jokes you know yeah. these just these old white fucking veterans looking around like what it's just what's going silence.
0: on was- <laughs> what is going on <laughs> for them for them almost any humor nowadays is a form of shock humor
3: yeah <laughs> yeah. So- yeah yeah Every, my stuff is not even that shocking. No. And they were like, <gasps> like clutching their pearls. Like, well, I'd never. <laughs> no, my jokes about clutching. early onset Alzheimer's didn't really hit well. So I got oh. <laughs> to change that. Well, they
2: probably forgot about it.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Bring a comedian on the podcast. This is what you get. <sighs> um, so... One thing that I really wanted to touch on is you actually you did something huge in 2020 that not a lot of people mm-hmm. had an opportunity to do um, and you you put together a serious film. Um, mm-hmm. And it was you you won a competition, right?
3: Yeah to do this. I won a competition from actually going to SUNY Oswego. and so yeah so Ke- so Kevin and then our friend Kristen Noriega, um let me have a like a story that they had worked on and so like i did a pass on it and then um submitted it to this competition called the cny arts uh short film competition and the they choose four winners and then the winners get forty thousand dollars to make their short film wow and yeah Ha- and it was and it was because I went to Oswego because you had to either live be a resident of Central New York or have gone to a Central New York college. Yeah,
2: let's just take a let's take a quick moment to shout out our boy Al Roker, really hooking <laughs> yeah, us <right>? up. <laughs> really hooking us up. Thank you, for uh,
3: hooking us up, Al.
2: Did you have to uh, Did you have to submit a screenplay or a script or was it just like a like a finalized yeah, story? This episode is brought to you by your friends at Upstate Coffee Collective and our local community. We've decided that in 2021, we're going to do things differently. We want to be intentional with our ad role, either letting you know about something we feel very strongly about or nothing at all. Starting now, our podcast will be completely unmonetized. We will not be taking any money from advertisers unless it is something that we truly, truly believe in. And right now, we don't see uh, any opportunities like that. So we're going to keep this podcast completely unmonetized. Now, we will take a moment each week to plug whatever it is we, the collective, are working on behind the scenes. But we want to ensure that we stay true to our values and that we continue to serve as a hub for our community to listen along as we make valuable human connections and learn to become better listeners and better storytellers. If you love this podcast and you want to see it grow, consider leaving a positive rating or a review. Uh, and be sure you're subscribed so that you're notified of each new episode that comes out every Monday morning. Listeners of this podcast get a unique discount code that saves 10% off our first and only flagship coffee all day ADK, which we're super proud of. And we want you to have the opportunity to share in that with us. So uh, if you use the code PODCAST at checkout, you'll save 10% off of your entire purchase. And we super appreciate you and we love you. And thanks for listening. Enjoy the show.
3: So this, I had to submit a screenplay and then a lookbook. A uh, personal statement What's a... and like a resume, I think. A bu- and then once I made it to the semifinals, then I had to budget the film out and submit a budget and submit like how I would go about filming it, especially in COVID. Whoa. And just, yeah, basically like your production plan. Like, how are you going to do this? What
2: is a uh, look... Uh, was it a lookbook? lookbook? Is that what you said?
3: Oh, yeah. So a lookbook is just a... Uh, now, obviously, most people are gonna just look at it as a PDF, but it's just a little like pamphlet or book to give the tone of the film, the look of the film, mm. the overall vibe of the film. Mm. So, what kind of like, images
0: uh, did you put in your mm-hmm. book?
3: So I knew for this film, um, it was well, it's just um, two characters in one location, and which was like perfect for. COVID and so for the story I really wanted to focus on the blocking which is and staging which is how the characters move within the frame and how are they seated how are they seated how are they standing so that's usually something that people really focus on in theater Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I knew I wanted that so I just I got a lot of film images that really focused on the, the blocking and staging really well mm-hmm. and so like parasite which um just like won the best picture mm-hmm. that does staging and blocking really well and so does uh, a lot of curacao films and then so uh does a lot of alfred hitchcock films mm-hmm. which i really like like vertigo so i used a lot of images from those
0: nice did you yeah. use images from that famous office scene in vertigo that gets broken down all the yep. time yeah
3: yeah that's exactly the one yeah it's a perfect example um not to get like too into like film theory and stuff but it's a good example of like power plays in this in this script um that we made devour was a lot like there's a lot of like power plays going on like who has the power at any given moment yeah so it's just about you know obviously someone's standing and someone's sitting you're gonna assume the person standing probably is winning this conversation at this moment or how they're separated from each other how much space are they close are they far apart so all those things i really wanted to play with in this so whereas the cabinet had no dialogue this was like all dialogue Very cool. yeah so you've yeah. done both now yeah so now i've done both now. and now i can put it together
0: <laughs> and um Could you just give a quick example of that sort of power play style blocking, like how, how you might position the two characters or like a position that we find the two characters in the film in for listeners. So they kind of get a sense of what you're talking about a little more.
3: Oh, definitely. So, uh, the story devour that, um, Kristen, Kevin, and then later I worked on, it's about, um, two people ended up being two women who used to date, Except we made it seven years ago, and now they have since broken up. And they used to date because they both worked at the same restaurant. And the one woman, Erin, was the chef. Used to be um, when it was a guy, Xander, but the one woman, Erin, at the restaurant is a chef of it. And then Renee, who was the old flame that shows up after seven years, she is now a successful actress. And Renee comes back to the restaurant because she wants to like catch up and feel nostalgic again about this place and because she wants this meal right she wants the meal that Aaron always made for her which was a grilled cheese like after hours and so they come back and the power play is that anytime where you meet an ex from a while ago is like who's who's winning at life who's losing who's winning in this conversation it's that this kind of thing Mm -hmm. it's the dance right it's the dance and so and then it's also like the whole theme is that you can't go back home you can't go back to the past you can't recreate this they're two different people they're also very toxic for each other so they're (laughs) they're constantly like bringing out the toxic toxicity in each other Mm -hmm. and so for example something that we did was like having the characters come together and then come apart so they're coming together they're reminiscing They're getting to know each other. Things are like, their banter is like back in the old days when they used to date. And then someone says the wrong thing and then they come apart. Or it's just when they're... Yeah. So it's things like that. Having them be far apart from each other. Having them be close together. Having someone sitting. Someone standing. So when when Renee has basically won a fight that they end up having at the end of the movie, she's standing and then... Erin is looking very small and she's like slumped in her chair so you can kind of see who the winner is which should not be any healthy (laughs) (laughs) relationship but we've all probably been in a relationship like that
0: have you been in that relationship?
2: Ben? Uh, yeah. Have yeah, you oh, yeah. Have you
0: felt slumped in the chair? <laughs> and, or I have often over someone that you just won an <laughs>
2: argument with. I've oft oft been the man, uh, slumped in the chair. Oh, yeah. Rough times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hence, <laughs> hence, the love for turnover. Is that?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I fell in love with turnover. Turnover and bony Vare. That Not, was oh, yeah. Uh
3: oh, <laughs> whose real name is Justin, which is like so gross. Justin, Justin Vernon. Vernon hey baby I did not think I did not think that Bonnie Ver was a Justin like it kind of ruins it for me what
2: Francois hey, did you think yeah, his name was no, Francois
3: no, yeah I thought his I thought his name was Bonnie Ver. I thought he was you thought his like, name was French good winter or something good uh,
2: yeah <laughs> winter. I am good winter <laughs> hi my name's good winter.
3: you know hey
0: that wouldn't be the craziest name no. that I've ever
2: heard no. right no. Yeah, yeah there
0: are some, there are some names
3: out there
2: yeah like like i Northwest. He was
3: french and cultured and then meanwhile he's just like a dude from texas yep. named justin and it hurts okay yeah. oh. it hurts it, it doesn't change the
0: he's still beautiful. still beautiful yeah
3: he has a beautiful voice <laughs> right. but it's just like his name is justin and he's from texas so he probably <laughs> at some point has vaped he he is drinking a monster energy drink like this is not the bonnie bear that i know and love yeah. okay <laughs>
2: Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing is, um, nothing is as it seems, right? Our, our like, uh, our perception or or how we like visualize somebody is going mm-hmm. to be, especially like an artist or somebody mm-hmm. that you are definitely mm-hmm. separated from physically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally get what you mean though, because like when I think of um, when I think of four Emma, Forever Ago, but Moni mm-hmm. Bear. Yeah. I think like mm-hmm. yeah, I think of Justin Vernon in a woods like a, or like in a cabin in the wilderness yeah. and it's snowing yeah. and he's very sad but it's mm-hmm. like it's a situation that probably did not transpire the way that it happens in my head.
3: Yeah, he lives in Texas yeah, where no. is there snow? Yeah, w- he was probably writing it in no houston
2: next to a barbecue and, like, you
3: know, <laughs> yeah next to a barbecue well, yeah there's there's the whole <laughs> next to a chick-fil-a like he was not in a cabin he was in no. a parking in lot like in washington. a chick-fil-a yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he was not in a cabin in, in washington or oregon yeah. like i'm up this. in the woods <laughs> sir yeah. we're gonna
0: need you to complete that order for us <laughs> <laughs> Like, hold on inspiration just struck i'll take a number three <laughs> I'll
1: t- I'll take a number medium <laughs> with a coke yeah <laughs> um
0: so now you guys ended up be- obviously because last year was so hard like you had to part mm-hmm. of this competition you had to build your actual budget into the film as the semi- yeah. for the semifinals like you said and part of that budget was accounting for the fact that filming was going to be different um Mm where did you guys film and how was the filming process
3: so per the rules of the competition we had to film in central new york but it could be anywhere in central new york um it's if anybody's outside of new york it's just it's in the center of the state and it's a region it's a couple counties and we decided on syracuse but i really looked everywhere like i looked in ithaca which is a small city Mm -hmm. and we looked in Utica, which is another small city, city, they're like Rust Belt kind of cities. And, but we we found that be, it actually worked out well because of COVID because this beautiful hotel, which used to just be called the Syracuse Hotel is now a Marriott mm-hmm. and it's a hundred years old, but it's like very ornate. It looks like how I pictured the shining hotel in the book would look like not the one mm. in the movie, mm. but in the book, like it's very ornate, like 1920s looking and we found that and we found out that the one of the restaurants that they had was closed so we would be able to have full reign of the kitchen and the eating area and we would be able to put everyone who was coming from albany or new york city up in that hotel and just have like one fee and they Mm -hmm. would cater everything so it worked out Mm -hmm. like really well so we filmed just completely there it was nice like you could like wake up and then just come down the elevator and just be on set mm. and we didn't have any what are called company moves where it's like you move to another location we were just there the whole time and so that worked out really well oh
0: it's got to be pretty like intimate to be able to move in that space and then also kind of like walk around it after you're done filming
3: yeah i that was something that sucks about covid is because like you know usually you're filming and like you all go off for like a drink after or something mm-hmm. but because of like social distancing like we couldn't really do that mm-hmm. you, but it was just very intimate and nice we were all just staying at the hotel and we basically had the hotel to ourselves like there wow. was nobody there that's cool
2: you, it and was just so it you was guys really and a QAnon cool. supporter, and that's it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was us and then a ton of ghosts because it was definitely haunted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, did it, feel it was mad haunted. Wait, it fell haunted. We went up to the top. Um, Micah saw a ghost. Uh, my boyfriend mm-hmm. in in our hotel room. Wow. And but I yeah I didn't. But he's like more sensitive to that stuff. And we went up to the top floor though, which is the ballroom, mm-hmm. and it was. Like, absolutely gorgeous. And it definitely felt, like, mad creepy in there. But I guess the place is haunted. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, there's this ghost or this one. Whoa.
2: Do they so have like, a 13th yeah. floor?
3: No. I think the ballroom might have been on the 13th floor. Oh, it was, whoa. like, the 13th or the 12th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I mean, old. If, if
0: you're floor 14, you know what floor you are. Right. You know what floor <laughs> No one, no one's figuring <laughs> me out on that one. They're <laughs> like, "Oh, we got fourteen oh four for you." I'm like, "You got fifteen for me, buddy." That's <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <Okay>.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for, let's see. I'm, I'm looking for more insight as like a novice. I, I wanna, I mm. wanna bring it back oh. uh, as somebody who doesn't know much about film. Is there okay here's here's a good question the the people that you film with um whether or not it's Mm -hmm. a covid film (laughs) or any other film uh, is there is there a lot of camaraderie do you get to um are you working with people that you don't know and you get to know them better or is it like Mm -hmm. is it like more of a a consistent group of people that like you trust that you hire on for a job
3: it's it's a little bit of both, but when I have worked mm-hmm. as a PA, which is a production assistant that's on films and television shows, you're like, it's like the lowest on the totem pole, basically. You're the least paid. You do, mm-hmm. you're the first there, or the last to leave. You're just, you're just like a bitch on set. Like you just do, you collect garbage, you corral background actors, you get actress coffee, like you do things like that. But everybody on set, like, if you're working on a feature film, right, uh, you become close through the suffering and, like, lack of sleep. Like, you get close very fast. Okay. I think anything. Like, I ran cross country in uh, high school. And that's a sport where, through, I think, the pain and suffering, Mm. like, you get really close. I mean, any team, probably. Any sports team. But it's, like, through that shared experience, you get very close. Mm. And you're with each other for sometimes 16 hours or like working honestly in a restaurant right. it's very similar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you're just close you work long hours you you bond over that for sure so on any kind of film there is this kind of like bonding th- through suffering yeah it's not real suffering it's not like we're going to war or anything yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's just long hours it's it's just like working in a kitchen mm-hmm. totally and um on any but there's also like you have there's somebody who you know might be rude or something like there's definitely clashing on sets too like where people might be like not cool or they're yelling or something mm. but like a kitchen personalities <laughs> it's clashing. very similar personalities clashing mm. because of lack of sleep and stuff but mm. there's also a lot of bonding going on mostly the times where i've heard people like screaming it's been because of a safety issue mm. because of somebody is worried that somebody's doing, like somebody on a set I was working on was playing around in like a condor which is like this big light and it's like almost like a, you know, a crane that you're in and they're like, let me bring you up in it and mm-hmm. they're like bringing people up and it's like, dude that's like massively unsafe. Yeah. So it's things like that usually that people yell, but there's there's a lot of clashing with personalities and stuff and then you just go, okay, I'm not going to work with that person again.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of working with people, who were the two mm-hmm. actresses um that were in this film
3: yeah so we ended up we did we got hired a casting director uh who was great and then she um had us do auditions and she sent out basically you know you send out this like audition form to all the different agencies and then they you know uh recommend like actors and then those actors audition and we were going to do um uh a man and then a woman for the roles but then i wasn't and it's nothing against the actors that auditioned i just didn't find any of them fit the role yeah and so but there were a- actresses who did fit the role and like who did a really good job and so i kind of said to my producers on the film like could we change the role to a woman and they're like yeah I don't, I don't like see why not and i was like okay cool so i got two really good actresses i got one actress uh her name is uh, andrea morales and she was really great and then another actress was kelly barrett and she was amazing as well they were both just anyone who's seen the movie yet has been like well it's not done but the people who have just working on it say like their performances were absolutely incredible so they both did a really great job yeah
0: um yeah, that was a funny moment. I remember getting that text, uh, and you guys were like, "Hey, do you think that it could yeah. be a girl and a girl?" And my answer was like, "Were those the best auditions?" And you guys were like, "Yeah." And I go, "Well, yeah. then, yeah."
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we wanted to go to Kevin. Because I'm like, well, it's like Kevin and Kristen's story, so we gotta <laughs> see like if they're okay with that,
0: hon- and if they see it. Yeah. Well, and I honestly, like, when you guys asked that question, like, I was actually just like in my mind, I thought that Mm -hmm. a really cool thing was that you guys were actually just picking the two people who did the best, you know, like, so of course you're going to go with those two actresses because they did better Mm -hmm. than everyone else. Like Mm. you can change those roles too, especially in a small film like that.
3: Yeah. And then like one of the actresses, like she like had an experience with like, like, so the, the character Aaron is a recovering alcoholic and then she gets back, She has a relapse when she's with Mm. Renee. And the actress who played Aaron had, like, someone close to her who, like, at one point who was an alcoholic. So, like, she was able to use a lot of that. She was like, I know how to do this, like, super easily. And so it just, yeah, it worked out really well. And they both gave amazing performances. And so I I can't see it any other way now. But, yeah, is there
0: um just out of curiosity is there i haven't mm-hmm. even asked you this yet personally is there a like a, a date that this will be available to the public and is it going up on like a streaming platform mm-hmm. or anything like that
3: well definitely when it's done i gotta s- send it to you so i can get your notes on For it sure. but <laughs> um we want to submit it to we did submit it to tribeca actually Yay. just the work in, yeah the work in progress version because we're still working on the sound mix and the score and but we sent the work in progress to Tribeca and then we're gonna submit it to other like bigger festivals mm-hmm. and then go from there. A lot of them have rules, like where you can put it online or you can't put it online. So it probably won't be online for a while. Yeah. But if you hopefully it gets into festivals. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I'm like just positive thinking i'll forget just anything i'll manifest i'll do yeah. whatever it takes <laughs> what well, in the next- i'll draw i'll draw like the sign of satan in the ground like i don't care the fucking the pentagon or what oh, not pentagon oh my god what is it called uh,
0: the <laughs> pentagram pentagram <I'll>
3: <laughs> pentagram into the ground the pentagon <laughs> well, we'll actually pentagon. might get
0: you a little more oomph
3: than closer to a satan pentagram. unlimited yeah. funds in yeah. that one baby <laughs> Um, the Pentagon is probably closer to Satan. Let's be honest. Like they're probably, they are closer to him, or, or at than at you know, anyone. One else. of the forerunners
0: of the apocalypse war, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. The good part about film festivals, though, is when you submit them, a lot of them are doing, and I think a lot of them will adapt because of twenty twenty to having a remote viewing experience for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. people will be. So able then anybody to, can see yeah, it. Yeah, people will be able to buy tickets. Through 100%. the film festival and then stream the films themselves. I mean, yeah. we're already seeing that with concerts and things like that. I can only imagine that film festivals mm-hmm. will like they they they'll feel compelled to create their own platforms to stream upon because you're gonna make mm-hmm. all that extra revenue every year. You know, on top of the people who go there for yeah. the novelty of being there in person.
2: Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. and it's a unique experience, so yeah. people will be happy to pay for it. Exactly. You know? I would be. Exactly,
3: it's something. Yeah, it's stuff. It's great. I yeah it's like cuz it's like not everyone can afford to fly to like Cannes Film Festival yeah. but you'll be able to see these great films. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think even when people are in person they should still have that option for people so that everybody can have access to culture. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah, and
0: Nope, keep going. Oh, Slam
3: dance is free too, which was really nice. Oh, so nice. I got tickets to Slam Dance this year, which is happening I think next week or 2 weeks from now. Oh cool. So it's like when would I ever get to go to Slam Den? And so, are they yeah, doing just, that remotely? Yeah, they're doing it remotely. Oh, cool. It's like February I think it starts maybe the ninth. Mm-hmm. February 9th. I gotta look into it, but it was free to get tickets. Awesome. What is it yeah. what is that
2: like? Can anybody buy a ticket to go to Slamfest? Slamfest <laughs> Slam 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 <laughs> is totally Slam different. Slamfest is <laughs> don't go to Slamfest. Slamfest Slam Slam Fest is way different. that's like yeah that's like wwe (laughs) yeah you You show up wwe slam fest show
0: up and it's just john cena sequentially (laughs) suplexing (laughs) and power bombing people
2: in a line
3: uh, like, I thought I would see like a French film what is this?
2: <laughs> Did you bring these this pens? very experimental
3: right. oh cool give me there you go
2: give me Aww. give me the pens
3: <laughs> they're
0: new and they looked like they're uh, the Sharpies version of the pilot G2.7 oh yeah see the All right. G2 yeah, yeah. are, you, are you, you're a pen nerd are you a pen nerd I'm a pen nerd nah. okay. Yeah, I like good pens. I I'm love, not. I don't know them though.
3: I'm just a nerd, man. Yeah. Like
0: yeah. I got into no, pens, I love pens, and now I know a lot about pens. And I saw these and was like, you could just I got,
3: Kevin yeah. Le Pen, get get. Oh, Le Pen. I love Le Pen. Yes, oh, I love. I love
0: it. Le Pen. It's so nice. It's you know, so it's slim. so nice. And it's like yes. perfect. It like bleeds just the right. It like gives your bleeds writing just the right a amount personality. Yeah,
3: it does. And it has a metal <laughs> clip. It has a metal clip, which Matt's is- losing <laughs> his mind over here because we just. I we read, read articles the- about pens. We just got it you don't you understand. Pen. You can get. <laughs> you don't understand.
2: I read articles about the best pens. How is there a oh. niche? <laughs> How is there a niche about everything? There is everything.
3: Pens. If there's there a
0: niche, I've found it, Matt. It's- yes, that's 100 yeah,
3: percent true. I've almost. I've almost spent, like, $60 on a pen. Uh, like, I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. Listen, look, I the love pens, pens are only,
0: like, $3 a pen, right? And they Yeah, are, it's not bad. Mwah, they are perfect. And you wow. can get them at, uh, what's the little craft store in downtown Saratoga? What, what is that called? It's by uh, where Coffee Traders Yeah, is. it's, uh... I forget what that's called, but you can go
2: there. Mm, Suave Fair. Oh, oh, Suave
3: Fair. I love stationary stores. I love stationary right? stores yeah. so much. I just have to say, uh, just... Now. Uh,
2: what Kevin just did, what you and Kevin just did, <laughs> is, is more or less what Kevin did to me maybe two and a half years ago. With coffee. With coffee. Yep. And now we have a podcast, so I predict, wow. two and a half years from now, we're gonna have a welcome God, to the Upstate Pen Collective <laughs> oh podcast.
1: My God, dude, I would, <laughs> we could do short
0: pen episodes about this podcast if you want.
2: No, I'm alright. I
0: have like five different oh types God. in the bag that I brought today. My you, little like nerd messenger you bag. You were I very
2: possessive of, of the pen. Yeah. Like, oh, I gosh. was like, ooh, are these new? Those and and I almost thank like you. took one. You're like, those are mine, yeah. thank you. Yep.
3: Yeah, I haven't even tested them yet. I. Oh,
2: I don't have a pen I down here, so...
3: I would love a little pen subscription where I get a couple to try out every month. You can have that.
2: I gave Matt a Sharpie. That would be Fuck fun. you,
3: Sharpie. You, yeah, yo, Aww. yo, pen, pen
2: subscriptions. Boxes?
3: Pen, pen subscriptions. boxes. 100, or just like stationary boxes. Like you get pens. Five bucks a month. You get, yeah. Wow. I would totally <sighs> that do that. That
0: was so
2: tight.
3: One hundred in the
0: future are we just like all gonna be subscribed to multiple boxes like that's our lifestyle choice like i hope not yeah
3: like, i think so <laughs> i love it it's like you get a little gift it's like christmas what's the month it is. you get a little gift you get to unwrap it it's your it. gift
0: to
1: you
3: yeah, yeah.
0: matt why aren't we doing that with coffee yet eh, there's so many answers to that. subscription, yeah. subscription boxes Victoria, you should do that with film yeah you should give people a movie every month <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, actually, like there used to be a rally. Like my dad was in one where you sign up and you get like three DVDs like a Random? month, and that's how we got. Yeah, this was like when I was a child. I, and... I think
2: that's called Netflix.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, before Netflix, <laughs> but, exactly. Like, I've... but you can't choose. So we got so many movies oh. that like we probably wouldn't watch. Yeah. So we used to do that. And then we did get Netflix. What that was, was then, it was like someone realized that <laughs> Blockbuster
0: was going out of business. And they're like, how are we going to get rid of these DVDs? I don't know. Have people sign up yeah, for a Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it really was like going into Blockbuster and being like, I don't know, like perusing and being like, I can't choose. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to watch. Be like, we choose for you. It takes away that. Because oh sometimes it's the, the power of choice is overwhelming. Yeah. That was so my favorite part about you.
0: going to like... DVDs, like to to Blockbuster Mm -hmm. and like Hollywood Video, was walking the sections of the genres that I liked and looking for something that stood out to me.
2: I liked Mm -hmm. I liked peeping into the adults only section as a kid. Really? (laughs) I was a you don't
3: strike me as that type. Oh Uh, no, you were a little rascal. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, spanky. This is how
3: hard. (laughs) My yeah. mom. This is how hard you had to work to see porn. Now it's on your phone. Yeah. But back in the day you had to try to peep into a blockbuster to see some tickets. If yeah. you were lucky you there. had
0: like scribble vision on your TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, not all of us could afford Showtime, okay? There's someone, some of us didn't have the premium. There's someone who's
0: like twenty years old listening to this going, What the fuck are they, they just stopped the, the podcast. I, They're like, I don't know. They just going got on a there. phone and They then, went down <laughs> some sort of a boomer rabbit hole. We're not even boomers. They're just yeah. like
2: yeah, <laughs> Old fogies Yeah we, we fogies. didn't have oh, so Fogies fogies Yeah
3: <laughs> Back in the day I went to the blockbuster yeah. We're gonna get a review yeah. If I wanted to see titties
2: I couldn't I didn't have a phone dude. We're gonna get a review I had to
3: walk a mile <laughs> both, like, uphill
2: hill both ways To see some titties <laughs> People are just like
0: They're like You know I really liked This podcast And then they started Talking about <laughs> pens And tits <laughs> 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 and, I was and
3: tits and <laughs> pens and
0: um, uh, <laughs> I have a, Sometimes at the same time So um, people can probably expect to see, like, see announcements on your Instagram I assume um, we have a couple mm-hmm. questions left to ask but where can people find mm-hmm. you personally if they want to look into what you're up to
3: oh yeah so you can um, on Instagram for our film it's called Devour you can find us at, at Devour Short Film and follow us and we'll give any updates on where you can see the movie there and then for me you can follow me at, at, at underscore Victoria Diana, on TikTok, Instagram, or you can even find me on Facebook where I dabble in shit posting. Mm, um, yes. yes, it's just my name. Yeah, Victoria Diana. My name it's a public page, so you can see it. Because again, I'm not a professional. Like I don't have like an by that I mean I don't have like an HR that I have to like report to if I if I say that I wanna like guillotine all the rich people. Like I can say that. Yeah, yeah.
0: that'll be well you're also not a rich person yet, so you should be able to say that. Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah, I actually when I become rich which you are you know, going to
0: build a guillotine manifestation like, for yourself and be like yeah, hey, do I just have in to, case exactly guys
3: exactly right i feel like <laughs> this is oh no um
2: <laughs> you guys are awesome I love-, I love i love this banter like i'm not i mean as much as i am a co-host of this podcast yeah. i'm actually just listening to this podcast and i love it
0: <laughs> that's awesome yeah. and then you have to
2: listen in to real it, time right? uh, yeah. all the way yeah. Through. yeah you have to edit it yeah
3: Ed, edit out, yeah, edit out the, the bad parts. Oh, it's
2: There's all no staying in. Yeah. This has
3: all been great. It's all staying yeah. in. It's all been yeah, great.
2: Yeah, no, twenty dollar pens and titties. That's that's all in.
3: <laughs> twenty dollar <laughs> That's the title of this one. Twenty
0: dollar <laughs> pens and titties, titties, with titties Victoria Diana.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no, I think like I mean really, what I want a guillotine is like the like think about like the one percent, like the people who literally have like billions and billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So even if I become rich, yeah.
0: You'll still be I, looking up like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming for you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> um, well. So we got two questions that we always ask people. One is, what is in your mug?
3: Mm-hmm. Also, um, my lovely boyfriend made me a latte because he got me uh. an uh, espresso maker a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So he made me a lot la- it's, just, it's just Lopazzo es- espresso. But then I got this milk... And it's, it's like near Argyle, New York, Mm -hmm. like middle of nowhere, kind of up yonder there. And it's called Bunker Hill, Mm -hmm. like Creamery or Dairy Farm. And we filmed there for something. And then they're like, you can just like have some milk. And there was a maple flavored Mm. with real maple milk that is absolutely delicious. And I don't drink cow's milk because it's just, it grosses me. Like I love cheese, but milk like disgust me and so i usually don't i usually don't i don't i don't drink cow titty milk but in this instance i like when in rome i got some and it is delicious i forgot how good milk is in a latte like real milk it just like foams so much nicer Mm -hmm. and like the maple flavor is good so Mm. check out bunker hill if you like I feel like the cow right, so so <laughs>
2: really good. when you, you just said "when in Rome," and what I thought was uh, "when in cow titty land," <laughs> yeah. drink cow titty milk. <laughs> when in milk. cow titty land,
3: yeah. <laughs> drink, like, oh, yeah, well, exactly. I was like, "Well, I literally met the cow," so I feel like it's you shook oh, That's it. cool. It you, sh- it you shook its utter.
2: <laughs> you were like, "Nice to meet you, yeah, cow titty." You're,
0: you're like having a yeah. latte. You're like, "Oh yeah, Tanya helped make this."
2: Tanya. I, yeah. I named,
0: <laughs> Tanya. I named the cow. I don't know why. How, I how have many
2: to name the cow? How many times in this episode do you think I said the word "titty"?
0: <laughs> How many times have we said the word?
2: <laughs> That's for what sure.
3: Definitely more than two. For sure.
0: More than two. Yeah.
3: So, if I can say a quick thing about Titty, I had to perform stand up at a a church event. Uh-huh. It was it was a church, and it was but like a not like a you know Catholic church where it's in like a cathedral. Uh-huh. It was like a weird like church, and the the guy like really stressed. I was running the show. Like you have to be clean and you can't swear, and. So I performed, and I thought I did fine, and, like, I, I I thought it was okay, but then when I went backstage, he was like, well, like, you, you, like, were swearing, like, it was not clean. I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, you said titty, like, seven times. And I'm like, that's not a swear word. What? <laughs> and I learned that that was a swear word. He was like, you said titty, like, seven times. You're like, well, now you've
0: said it twice, sir. That's. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, now you've said it twice. No, he. <laughs> Where are you standing? The guy who. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was funny. I was like I am so desensitized that I did not know that titty was a that's swear so word. Funny. I'll be honest.
0: I didn't think that was a swear I, word. I mean either. I don't think it is. I
2: yeah. I think it's uh I think in, in any I don't know, like church setting oh, yeah, something yeah. like that yeah. is like sexualizing the body part. Like titty uh, is not the same as yeah. breast. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I did. I disagree with it. I'm just saying that's probably yeah. what's going through the guy's mind. But also, you know, it's a funny word yeah it's a great word it's a, great, it's a, it's a
0: funny word it's, fun, it's a great word yeah it's a yeah. fun word to say
3: yeah yeah it's a, funny it's a word. sexual word yeah, in general you know what i mean like like i, don't I, don't I would so. never yeah. i don't think i would
2: ever say titty in a sexual setting
0: no no, no. try it later
2: i will see how it goes I'm keep, i'll
0: get slapped <laughs> yeah, you're
3: just gonna giggle
2: yeah I'm, yeah it's
3: just a funny word like yeah if i was like if i was like uh talking dirty i yeah titty just is a funny word it's a silly word yeah
2: yeah
0: it is a silly it's not really a silly word for silly sexual
3: connotation (laughs) and we're silly people here on the on the (laughs) podcast (laughs) what's in your mug matt
2: (laughs) uh so
3: yeah where do you guys
2: uh yeah uh i did i didn't bring the
3: bag down yeah
2: so i'm from from memory uh it's a coffee from bolivia yes uh from oak oak hill uh coffee roasters you're you're bad in a thousand so okay far. uh i don't know what the varietal of coffee is but i saw it um i believe it was even advertised to me this company on or instagram. or we follow them yep. on instagram either a little way bit of both probably i i liked their they're from out of state um i i liked what they were about and mm. i had never really had a coffee from bolivia before mm. so i picked it up and it's uh it's pretty good i mean uh It didn't, you know, like much. Like it's easy to follow um, uh, a drunk guy on stage at a at a comedy club. Mm -hmm. uh, It would be easy to uh, follow a really shitty coffee, but we didn't have a really shitty coffee. What did we start off with today? Touchy, touchy coffee, yeah, dude. We had. I pressed um, shout out, coffee dad, coffee dad. Yeah, how you doing, Matt? I hope you're having a great drive. Uh, I feel like the the fruit cake has aged really well. Oh yeah, and I well p-
0: I didn't let mine age. <laughs> yeah, no, I
2: let mine age, and I actually uh, it, it is in a in a fellow atmos now, mm-hmm. which is like a vacuum canister. It keeps a um, keeps them fresh because you pull all the oxygen out. Um, and I really, really, truly think that it aged super well. And I pressed it through an Aeropress, yeah, which is like it always concentrates fruitiness and acidity. What recipe did you use? Uh, Twenty nineteen Aeropress mm-hmm. World Championship. What were the microns on that? Two hundred nineteen. Sorry Inside joke Yeah
0: inside joke I'm just messing with Matt Um,
2: (laughs) Anyway so we we pressed that Through the (laughs) AeroPress And it was phenomenal And just ruined me For the rest of the day So this coffee was okay To me Uh, Nothing nothing against it really Um, Notes of cherry Little tart citrus
0: This was a great morning sipper yeah, yeah, solid
2: coffee. Good morning Yeah, yeah. solid. I love yeah, that.
0: solid coffee. Really great. I, yeah, I would not be displeased to find it in my mug. You'd be hard pressed to find me displeased to have coffee in my mug. Aww. But
3: it's like intuitive drinking. Yeah. Like you're really just sitting there and you're and like you're taking it yeah. in. you know what I mean. You're not just like gulping it down. Yeah, I appreciate I, that.
0: Exactly, and that's you don't need not like we've been talking about this with some of our coffee professional friends. Not every coffee needs to blow your mind. It's great when they do. Yeah. Like, it's amazing mm-hmm. when you get that coffee and you're like, oh my God, that actually tasted like strawberries and cream. I can't believe it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. not every coffee needs to be that. And not every coffee should be that because those coffees typically are like $20 a bag.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can't, we mm. don't afford that. Yet. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, ain't no.
0: nobody got time or no. money for that yet.
3: <laughs> yet. Um, yeah. Victoria,
0: yet. last question. What mm-hmm. is your jam?
3: Oh my gosh, just right now? Yeah, Yeah,
0: like a song, album, artist that you're really into this week, Mm -hmm. today, even just like, you know, that you're going to listen to after this.
3: Yeah, I okay i'm like super late to to the party on this one phoebe bridges i (laughs) yeah (laughs) i got i got into it from my boyfriend but i'm like just really getting into igor by tyler the creator so that has been fun Mm -hmm. it's so good it's like a good album to just like listen to the whole thing you kind of have to listen to the whole thing so i really like that one any Um, particular song i wanted i love i love er, er, uh earthquake oh my god that, that song <laughs> is a jam
0: have you seen the video <laughs> for it that
3: is a bop i have and it's so great it's so it's weird so good. i love it it's yeah. so good yeah it's a bop every, every song is a bop but that one is my favorite and then i wanted to check out anti by rihanna again because that it was like 10 the anniversary. year anniversary
0: or no not 10 year three mm-hmm. year anniversary right uh, three Five. five.
3: Oh my god five. it's been five yeah.
0: years since anti came out it's been
3: five years since she has released music it's been five years and so i wanted to yeah since
0: rihanna covered yeah tame impala whoa whoa yeah that's a hot
3: yeah yeah so i like i like that like i like a little bit of tame impala so it was like i was listening to that album and i was like oh yeah there's a lot of bops on oh this like god. it was it was good you, it was a good album
0: needed me uh such a yes su- that was that was yes. the jam that was off that album and it didn't even pick up till yes. the summer after it came out
3: Why? no yeah because it was like work was just playing constantly <laughs> yeah. and then nobody knew the sleeper that was needed yeah so so good yeah yeah and then i like same old mistakes like yeah, yeah. there's a lot of good songs yeah. on it that like weren't necessarily the singles no but, but they were great yeah it's a 10 out of 10 recommend
2: yeah. i'm so. gonna say right now um I have been recommended Igor by Tyler, the creator so many times and also never yeah. gave it the time have, base. So have you
0: not listened to it? Either? No.
2: So yeah. I'm no. committing right now to listening to it by the end listen of
3: the week. Listen to it. In w- wow. Yeah, sit down, listen to it in one sitting, like play the whole album. Like if you're driving yeah. somewhere, like definitely you got to play the whole yeah. it's, it's, I love albums like that where you, there's an art to the, the order of the mm-hmm. songs. It's not just like, okay, well let's put the single like at three and like, let's, yeah. Like whatever it's you it really is something where you listen to the whole thing and it has a story well
0: igor actually is a concept album it's the follow-up to flower yes. boy where oh, yeah. he came out yeah. of the closet and Igor's uh, mm-hmm. about a lot of the frustration that comes along with uh, having his like first uh you know same-sex relationship kind of being public like Whoa. since then yeah there's there's a mm-hmm. lot of per, like inner personality work going on there that's really cool he's a, mm-hmm. such a developed and like well-grown artist and not only that i mean the dude's a genius like yeah. he designs fashion
2: like he's all over the place mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. he composes music in a super interesting way i can't wait to be a part of that i can't wait to take it in mm-hmm. yeah you know um yeah
3: you're gonna now like what's it. your jam
2: uh so this week i'm uh, I, I needed to pick me up i needed a little bit more energy mm. um i've been mm. I, seasonal depression mm-hmm. plus covid mm. i'm feeling down so i can't bobby girl by i can't Aqua. Li- no Barbie I, girl can't, by Aqua. I can't listen to any more boni vera i can't listen to any more phoebe bridgers <laughs> or i will kill yeah, myself I feel that. <sighs> so
0: yeah same. so i've been listening to
2: more life by drake
0: Oh, sick.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Whole nice. record front to back. Fucking love it. Drake
0: is a good pick me
2: up. Nice. Oh, come on. He, Gotta be, love he gives you that. When yeah. you listen to Drake, you just feel like you can be like, fuck you to the world. Like, I got yeah. it all. Do right and fuck. kill everything. Yes. That's what's up. So mm-hmm.
3: I actually like his like depressing. Like my favorite songs by him are the. Depressing yeah. Like logo, like, though, Marvin's bad.
2: Uh, like
3: Marvin's bad Uh, yeah, Marvin's. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I like over my dead body. That's probably like yeah. I favorite. get
2: the feels every time I listen to Passion Fruit off of uh, More Life. I love Passion Fruit, mm. and I know like that, that was like his radio jam. hit, but it no. jams so that hard. Jam is so good. The actually, beat. Sometimes
3: radio hits are radio hits for right, a reason.
2: right.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's the radio hit because and you're like, all right, I get it. This is the radio hit off this album. I get but sometimes it. Sometimes you you're like, it. wow, I'm glad we all enjoy this one.
2: Can we all talk about <laughs> the yeah. fact that he like leans into this sort of reggae thing though, like really hard? Oh, dancehall no no just in general like yeah like yeah oh yeah, is that no, what dance that, hall, yeah is that like a that's the style that's the style yeah. dance hall okay. yeah it's called dance hall yeah he leans into this like dance hall thing where like instead of like like instead of pronouncing his like th's like th's he, he just says like ting oh it's an island thing yeah it's
0: an island ting mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. an island ting yeah it's an
2: island ting i i first of all it's a bop and i love it yeah. i wonder from a cultural standpoint you know how he uh how he took that on and appropriated it? Because well, he's, he's, Cana- he's a black guy from Canada. Well, you know? he's, he's a hard the- boy, and hard boys yeah. have tings. So that's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's as simple as that, Matt. Jesus Christ, Matt. This is like bread and butter here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> that's
2: awesome. What's your jam, Kev? Um,
0: my jam... Um, Oh man, you guys totally threw me for a curveball. I came in with like another one prepared, but now you got me like another one. Yeah. You got, well, you got me like thinking about the other stuff that I've been jamming this week and an artist who I've always loved. And I never knew why I loved him so much. Kind of like how like Victoria was saying that she would watch film when she was younger and not get why she liked certain things that she liked. But now that you're learning about like Mm -hmm. film theory, you're like, Oh, they're doing this. And that's why I like them. Um, I absolutely love the Dream. Have you guys ever, like you know who I'm talking about? The Dream. Come on, he wrote Single Ladies. Uh, like dream. all the Single Ladies and, and no. Umbrella. He worked on Umbrella. Okay, so the Dream is like a legendary music producer that, like, if you yeah. know, you know, right? You know, and um the he, the Tack Dream, the yeah, the Dream. Um, and he is the man and uh he's got this old song i let me make sure i'm saying it right so he's got this song called uh rocking that thing right is that where is it yep rocking that shit rocking that shit is like an old classic of his and it's like the first song i ever heard by him and i was like this song's dope yeah matt's playing right now that song is dope but not only that he writes singles that man is a single producing machine okay he worked on umbrella and nice. single ladies two of the biggest bops of the past couple oh decades right wow yeah and like yeah that's just a testament to how good a writer he is he's actually he's on um shut it down with drake he's on he's the other person on that song oh off shit that, yep oh, off, off thank me later okay. that's that's the dream he's so good people love him he's like i forget who he works with all the time he works with this guy out of this like famed studio in atlanta but like as soon as you guys started talking about like igor Mm. and started talking about drake Mm -hmm. i was like man i've really been listening to like the dream lately wow Mm -hmm. very cool yep uh you got anything else for us i have nothing else to offer we have talked about le pen (sighs) oh we've talked about titties we've talked about film theory we've (laughs) talked about a journey through stand-up comedy we've talked about coffee we've talked about igor i mean i can't this is a wide Mm -hmm. range of things
2: all the best (laughs) things too yep all yeah, I really appreciate yeah, it. Uh yeah. Victoria, I I'm so glad we got to meet. Uh I'm again. almost glad. I'm almost <laughs> <laughs> <again>. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. almost glad <laughs> that we didn't meet in college, you know?
3: This time. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is because
2: number 1, I w- you would have met a uh, sad boy Matt of, of 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 all the sad boy mats mm-hmm. you would have met the saddest boy. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> not not my time. Uh number 2,
0: same. Yeah, normal. number 2 this is just
2: like a really sweet like point in our lives to meet, so I'm yeah. super stoked to have met you. I'm gonna f- make sure I follow you yeah. on Instagram. I recommend that everybody who's listening also yeah. does that. Yeah. I can't wait to watch your story unfold. Yeah. Uh, Post COVID, we're gonna have to get together, have some yeah. hugs, Hell yeah. drink some coffee. Yeah. Talk I miss about. Yeah, uh, me too. I miss hugs.
0: Yeah. That, uh, no. Actually, I have one last thing to add. Okay. I miss Micah.
2: Micah. I miss him, I Victoria. I he love you. I miss too. Micah
0: so effing much. That's this fair. This is the longest I've gone without seeing my boy. It's been so Where is he? long. Call him
3: over. Dude, it's been so long. Call him long. over real quick. M- Micah, mm-hmm. come over.
1: Here he comes.
2: Here comes the man. He's,
3: he grunts now when he gets up. He's that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am, too. He I just, just grunts I just hide it well. He's like,
0: Ugh. I miss you. Micah, what I miss up? You.
3: I miss you. so ah, much. is. Hello. Hello.
0: I can't wait to see you I don't know you, you can guys.
3: hear Kevin saying he misses you.
0: I can see them. Yeah. Oh. I miss you. Oh. All right. that's all I had. That's that's Guy my last bit. I miss you. you guys. I can't wait to see you guys.
3: Yeah. I know we yeah. miss you too. I, I I just I wanna see people. We were we were doing this like we're this game that my sister got us where it's just cards and you know, ask each other questions and one was what is your favorite thing to do and we both said it was like going out to eat with like a group of friends and like. Eating good food and just talking, and I want to do that so bad. Yeah,
0: I can't wait to get everybody together—like you, me, Val, Micah, Patrick, just all, all the the usual suspects.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm envious of this friend friend group. I'm gonna insert myself. You're in it now. Join it. You're in it. it. You're in it it now, dude. Yeah. The more
3: the merrier. I'm showing
2: up. I'm showing up to the restaurant. There's not gonna be enough chairs. I'm pulling a chair over. You don't know what you signed up for, No, we'll make a chair for
3: you. (laughs) You Yeah, you don't know. You do I can't know. wait.
0: <laughs> All right, Victoria. Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else that you can add? Oh. Any anything else that you want to plug or put out there for the listeners of the podcast before we sign off?
3: Um. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Fo- follow me on like TikTok or Instagram or I, I don't. Yeah. I don't do Instagram as much. I got to do it more. Mm,
2: TikTok though. You should just yeah, double just post your TikToks and, on Instagram or
3: see my shit posting. Yeah. Shit yeah. post. Your, your
0: TikToks are dope. I will say that.
3: I, I, will make dope I will download
0: tiktok make dope tiktoks
2: i will download tiktok just for you Aww. i do have it just for her Aww. excellent yeah
3: oh all right i love <laughs> you <laughs> bye happy
2: sunday
3: i love you too oh thank you
2: happy sunday guys
3: have a good one yeah
2: no problem see ya